Hello, this is Rachel McElroy. Hello, this is Griffin McElroy. And this is wonderful. Vroom, vroom, beep, beep. Who's got the keys to the Max Fun Jeep? It's you, dear listener. <laughs> that was really good. <laughs> was it? It felt good to me it anyway. It felt all right. If your, your approval means everything <laughs> to me. It's the Max Fun Drive. And we're driving the Jeep to and, and but you're driving it you're behind the wheel go oh, okay we're on the radio <laughs> hold on you dear listener are driving the jeep the jeep is the jeep is the max fun drive we're on the radio that's but that's what it normally is isn't it this is not yeah nothing has changed nothing has, nothing has changed except we are asking you except uh, the jeep doesn't start okay unless without you you, you have without the key. you the key <laughs> is money you in you supporting normally uh, you're just riding in the okay jeep. Wait, wait wait we're the jeep <laughs> we're the jeep the key is m- m- money that you use to support us and the stuff that here's we the make. secret though like Ugh. you don't you don't have to really have money to start the jeep that's true the jeep here's, will start without m- can yeah. i can i suggest <laughs> please i'm really in the weeds right now normally you just ride in the jeep yes during the max fun drive we ask you to drive the jeep yes Everything in the Jeep is the same. The Jeep is normal. (laughs) Let's start here. This is wonderful, a show where we talk about things that are good, things we like, things we're into. This is the Max Fun Drive, which two weeks a year we come to you, hat in hand, and we say- And we ask you to be a transformer. Yes. And turn your Jeep into into art. (laughs) Uh, we, we are on the Maximum Fun Network. We have been since, uh, basically the- 2016, I think. 2016, wow. And, and, you know, we've been doing My Brother, My Brother and Me since 2011 as part of the Max Fun Network. We've been doing this for a long time. We've been able to grow. We've been able to turn this into our full-time jobs. Well, not, uh, not I mean, except for Rachel, I, but- I do still work full-time, but Most that, of us have turned yeah. this into our full-time <laughs> jobs and, uh, you know- made a company and hired people to help us do video stuff and uh, make make more stuff. We've been able to buy equipment. We've been able to do uh, all kinds of different stuff, pretty much only because people have annually come out to support us and the shows that we make. And can I say, like, as Griffin's partner, uh, lover, friend, I think the addition of staff and yes. people to support this work has changed your life radically. <laughs> yes. Radically both in the both in the definition of radically as like drastic, but also radically as in like hang 10 like <laughs> radical we have people to help us. Yes. Maximumfun.org slash join is the link that you go to. If you've never looked at it, never considered becoming a member, but you've listened you've listened to our shows for a long time, uh, and, and you have the means, please think about going to that link. Maximumfun.org slash join. You we we have all kinds of like cool uh you know, pledge levels that uh have some really great rewards. Five dollars a month you get over five hundred hours of bonus content. This year for Wonderful, uh, we picked back up the Rachel Plays video game series, and she got very, very, very into Stardew Valley. Yeah, um, although when we recorded that episode, I was a real noob. You were a child. And You've... I was like, wait, there's an elevator yeah. in the mine? <laughs> now you're so deep into it, <laughs> yeah. uh, both the game and the mine. Yeah. Um, there's there's other levels, too, and we will get into that. But uh, if, if you like our show and you want to support the the you know stuff in this world that you like, this is a super direct way of doing so. Whenever you become a member, you choose the shows that you listen to, and then the, the, the money that you send in is almost entirely 
given to those shows. It is a very direct way of supporting the stuff you like and that you want there to be more of in this world. It means everything to me that we have been able to make this stuff as long as we have at the scale we've been able to make it because of you all. So MaximumFun.org slash join. We will talk more about all of the different like pledge levels and stuff like that later on. But do you, small small wonders is a thing we do here sometimes. That's true. We do. Do you have any of them? Uh, you know, I'm going to say just a blossoming tree. Oh, gosh. So... I still feel like I'm not entirely sure what the difference is between these blossoming trees here in D.C. Yeah. But I know that there are a lot of them, and it's very pretty. Very pretty. Not green. There's a lot of non-green tree. A lot of shades of red and pink and white. And our son thinks that they're all cherry blossoms, and I really can't argue Who with that. Who cares? Him, yeah. Because I don't know, but they're pretty. We have. We were delighted to find that we have some in our yard. Yeah, it's a, it's some kind of blossoming tree. I think it's an almond tree. I think that's what yeah, we d- I think so too. figured out. Uh, yeah, gorgeous, gorgeous. I will say it does things to downtown traffic that I'm not wild about. Well, we don't have to go downtown, though, is the thing. I do. Oh, yeah? yeah? For business? For business. Okay. For national security. <laughs> Whoa. Yeah. Joe's been, Joey Bag of Donuts been tapping me big time for national security. Yeah, it's like nat- we need some muscle. sec, as we call it. Yeah. Um, I'm going to say last night, the St. Louis Blues played the Detroit Red Wings at home in St. Louis. And uh, David Perron was there. He got traded off to the Red Wings. He was a staple member of the St. Louis Blues for 11 years. Yeah, it was happened on the 2019 like, Stanley Cup winning team. Yeah, it happened kind of under the cover of night in that I believe it was the off season. It was. So there was no real farewell when no. he departed. Uh, he came back. It was the first time that they've played the Red Wings uh, since the trade happened. It was a home game and they had this whole beautiful video for David Perron, and he was like tearing up watching it from the bench, and it was just a really lovely moment. And that's like a a thing about sports that I think about all the time, especially in a super physical game like hockey, about how fucking weird it must be (laughs) to have been like one of the faces of a team and then come back and then like, you know, tackle the shit out of your former teammates well there's not actually that many players left on the blues sadly who were playing with david perron but like he scored the first goal against the blues in the game and you know as a fan that must have some sort of conflicting feelings of like oh nice nice goal there david it's a shame it wasn't for us but nice nice goal (laughs) anyway yeah i thought that was a lovely lovely little video got me choked up yeah, Blues did end up losing that game, though. In a shootout. They did their best. They got their point, whatever. Um, I go first this week. Great. Really excited for this one, and I think you're going to like it, too. Okay. It's a song, and usually when I do a song, I will send it to you to listen to first. That will not be necessary in this case. The song I am discussing is by one Lisa Loeb. It is Stay, in parentheses, I Missed You. Wow. What a, this song is an all-timer. And I think if you strip away all of the sort of iconic early 90s history that surrounds this song, which I will get into later, it just, it still goes so hard. I feel like it defined like people of my generation that had to wear glasses. Yes. It changed everything for them. Sure. Lisa Loeb was like, hey, I wear glasses and glasses can be fashionable 
and an improvement on your face and appearance. Yeah. And I don't know that anybody was really doing that before. I would love to get data, I guess from lens crafters or or whoever (laughs) was in the space, of how tortoise shell glasses spiked, like sales for tortoise shell glasses. Well, and they were like cat eye, too. Cat eye tortoise shell glasses. Yeah. Cannot beat it. The 90s, I feel like, were unique in that there was just, it was the peak of like self-unempowerment music that, still is good like yeah. still is is uh like the the music is objectively good but it's not about like you know boosting yourself up or talking yeah. about what a boss you are well and griffin and i were talking about this the other day of like music videos of the time were very like person forward in that like as i recall lisa loeb's video she's just in like a loft space just right? her in her apartment i'm gonna talk more about the music <laughs> okay. i learned a lot about this song and everything surrounding it that i found like deeply deeply fascinating um, but I know our audience can skew a little bit young. This song came out in 1994. So I'm going to play it now because I think there's probably a pretty good chance that there's lots of people who haven't heard it who are listening and to this now. And weren't born yet. And w- maybe weren't even born yet. This is Stay, I Missed You by Lisa Lowell. You say I only hear what I want to Um, so this this song was Lisa Loeb's like enormous breakout hit. Uh, her career has had an interesting sort of turn. Now she, I, I at least you know personally speaking, I know her for uh, she makes a lot of great kids music. Yeah, um, and that has been awesome for us uh-huh. as parents of young kids to like have this option to listen to music that is not Coco Melon, um, but is still you know gets our gets our kids moving. Um, but this song, when it came out, just launched her into the stratosphere at like an yeah. unparalleled scale, like to, at, at the point that, uh, she, she had this big breakout and we'll cover that again shortly. Um, but before releasing this song, before releasing this album, Lisa Loeb was, uh, in a band while attending, uh, Brown called Liz and Lisa with another musician named Elizabeth Mitchell. Uh, the guitarist in that band was their classmate, one Duncan Sheik who was the singer-songwriter behind Barely Breathing and Spring Awakening, the musical. Oh, Um, my God. Yeah, just a wild bit of the 90s trivia. And the hits don't stop there. So Liz and Lisa went their separate ways after they uh, graduated. Lisa Loeb formed uh, her band called Nine Stories, which this song was released under Lisa Loeb and the Nine Stories. And they did some touring. They were selling cassettes at shows. Then, while Lisa Loeb was living in New York City, she meets some people in the New York City theater scene, and she gets discovered by her neighbor and friend, Ethan Hawke. She meets Ethan Hawke through this theater scene. Reality Bites. In New York, and she's written and recorded a demo for Stay at this point. Originally, she wrote the song to submit to Daryl Hall, who was starting a solo project and was like accepting submissions for, for songwriters. 
Um, but then he stopped looking for songs, and so she records it, this demo herself, plays it for Ethan Hawke. He's like, this is very good. Let me send this on over to my good friend Ben Stiller. Oh, my God. Ben Stiller hears the song and is like, this track slaps. We're making this movie called Reality Bites. We should have this on the soundtrack. And so they put Stay on the soundtrack to Reality Bites. Can you summarize sort of maybe not the plot of Reality Bites, but like what it represents for like early 90s culture at the time? Yeah, I mean, it's a bunch of people who have either just finished college or are like college age. They're like early 20s trying to like you know, live on their own in the world with these jobs that are kind of not representative of what they want to do long term. Uh, Winona Ryder's The Focus, she lives with Ginny Garofalo, and they hang in this pack. And Ethan Hawke is in that pack, too. And there's this tension between Winona Ryder and Ethan Hawke. And then Ben Stiller plays this kind of like corporate sellout guy. Suit dude, yeah. And Winona Ryder's like, dueling between like do i want to be successful with this guy who ultimately is a nice guy he's a great dude <laughs> or do i want to follow ethan hawk who is this like brooding philosopher type the cast for this flick is out of control obviously winona ethan ben you got janine garofalo you got steve zahn in the mix you got oh, renee yeah. zellweger in the mix uh there, there's there's a john mahoney just can't what are you gonna do can't go wrong it is a it is peak it is up there with um, Empire Records for me of just like the most 90s ass movie that does exist. Yeah. And so this song I feel like is is intrinsically tied to to that vibe. God, that song. In a way. It's so good. It's, I, I'm watching it hit Rachel in waves how good the song is. Um, so that, that it, it shows up on the soundtrack and then it's the biggest song like in the country. It reached the top of the Billboard charts for three consecutive weeks. Uh, Lisa Loeb was the first musical artist to reach number one on the Billboard charts without being signed to a record label. She's the first one to ever do it. Wow, interesting. Nobody else would accomplish that again for 19 years. (laughs) Oh, man. In 2013. It's a fun question. 2013. Who was the, uh, the musical artist and song unsigned to a label that hit top of the Billboard charts? 2013. It was a dude. Okay. I don't know. It's fucking Macklemore and Ryan Lewis with Thrift Shop. Oh. Rarified air at the top with Macklemore and Lisa Loeb. Uh, <laughs> I love that. I just, I, the, 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 the history of this song is so great because it also represents sort of how music discovery was so fundamentally different before streaming music was the order of the day where you went and saw this new Ben Stiller movie and it came out of it with a new favorite song that then became the biggest song in the country which I don't feel like happens anymore for and for uh, good reason are you gonna talk about our music video the music video is a fucking wild one it's literally just Lisa Loeb yes just strolling around an empty yes New York City apartment kind of a Kind of a decrepit, almost looking one. It's a weird thing to describe. It almost looks like a, like a museum, an empty old museum, yeah. also apartment. Uh, Ethan Hawke directed the music video. Oh my god! And in interviews later, said that they made it in just over. Uh, it, they made it in two continuous takes. That's <laughs> it. This is not a long song, so I think that no. total represents like 
seven minutes of footage (laughs) and then they were done. Uh, The song is just her, the song, the apartment, and a cat who is also Ethan Hawke's cat. Which is wow. just, just fantastic. Kitty Hawk. Kitty Hawk. That's the, no, I don't know what the cat's <laughs> name is. Um, I don't know what else to say about this song, man. Like, obviously, the place it holds in history is very fascinating. But as an object of, like, almost indulgent sorrow over loving someone who can't love you back in the way that you need them to. Yeah. Is, is some of the best anyone's really ever done it she was really like at the forefront of what became this like alanis morissette movement of like these like lady power ballads that were just like but not that but that i would push back on that because i don't think this is a power ballad there is a lot about like talking about how the other person is just full of hot air and and not able to like give you what you want but there's also a lot of like I statements in this song of like, I did something wrong, like realizing that this is also my fault for wanting something from this relationship that it just could not be. And I find that really, really, really fascinating about music of the time and this song in particular. Like taking apart the, the music of it, it is very rare, I think, for any song to be instantly recognizable in the first three notes played. But if you hear that, bum, 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 you're like, oh, shit. (laughs) <laughs> this is going to be Stay by Lisa Love, and that is a very powerful thing. But to have this sort of uh, – I, I actually have a quote here. So th- this is uh, from Rik Schmatter with The Guardian, who kind of summarizes my feelings about the song really well in, in the closing of an article about it. He wrote, As a 13-year-old nihilist, I had never been close enough to a girl to be called clever or naive or unattractively solipsistic by one. Nevertheless, I had a sense that the bargain bucket emotional toolkit I was in charge of would doubtlessly derail relationships in the years ahead in the manner Lisa was singing about and the perspective was oddly thrilling. Listening to the song now is like looking into a crystal ball backwards, seeing myself looking into it forwards. Whoa. I love that. And 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 it is that is the place that this song also has in in my heart because I definitely don't subscribe to the feelings that it espouses now that we've been happily married for almost a decade, but there was long stretches of my life where I ate that shit up breakfast lunch and dinner and man you could not you could not have better musical accompaniment for that kind of feeling than than stay by lisa love yeah i just like all i'm thinking about now is like what followed that which was like natalie and brulia and jewel and fiona apple and like these singer songwriter artists who like were so like beautifully like spoken and it, i don't know it was just so easy to connect to yeah you know great song great music video just literally <laughs> it's fun to imagine the direction that must have taken place of that music video because it's a lot of like stand okay, over stand here in front of the window. <laughs> stand window okay and then when you get to this verse you're just gonna kind of like run from one side of the room to the other, just do like a little skip. That's great. That's great. That's great. Now lean your head against the window. Uh, look out the window. Now look at me. Smile. Not that big. <laughs> um, hey, can I steal the audience away and hop back in the Jeep for a minute to talk about the Max? Yes, with you? please. Um, 
we have different pledge levels that that you can choose to support us at. We we would ask, you know, if if you have the means and you enjoy the work that we do and you want to become a very direct supporter of it, maximumfund.org/join is is where you go for that. $5 a month, you are going to get oodles of bonus content. Yeah, hundreds upon hundreds of hours. And this is not just this year's content. This is content Dating for back. all shows for as long as the Max yeah. Fun Drive has has been going. Other Boko we've done this year, for my brother, my brother, and me, we got special guest Matt Doyle to do a read-through of episode 400, live from the blue carpet of Jimmy Buffett's Escape to Margaritaville. I listened to that the other day. It is still laugh-out-loud funny. Like, how funny you guys were on the carpet, just in your, like, adrenaline-fueled yes jokes and then to have you all read each, each other's, other's bits <laughs> and have so Matt Doyle funny. read Matt Doyle who we did not speak to at the event but that Justin thought every person was yeah. reading what Al Roker said to us to completely melt our asses down and you say reading, but what struck me and I was not expecting is that he performs these people. Really well. Like he commits to, okay, they're talking to this person. How would this person sound? You know, how can I make myself sound so I really capture that person? Masterful, masterful performance. <laughs> so it's completely unhinged. At $10 a month, you get the Boco and you get one of 37 reusable stickers and a Letterpress Max Fund membership card. Uh, Olivia Fields illustrated 37 gorgeous restickable stickers. Yeah. And I've read that a few times now. I have no idea how it works. I don't actually know either, but I have seen it in action and it's like, oh, I want to put this on my water bottle. Yeah. No. The, the one. I want to put this on my computer. Wait, this is so easy. <laughs> when I'm drinking, I'll put it on my water bottle and then I'll move it back to my computer whenever I work. Uh, each each of the stickers represents something from each of the shows on the Max Fun Network. Ours is, uh, it says, what's your small wonder? And it's very cute. Yeah, like it's it very cute. And, and I will say too, as much as I am a supporter of our sticker, when you donate, you can choose any sticker. Yes, true. Uh, Max Fun is all about supporting all the shows. And so not only can you choose all the shows you listen to, but you can also choose whatever sticker you want. At $20 a month, you get all the stuff I've talked about already. You also get the Max Fun Culinary Kit, which includes the Max Fun Family Cookbook uh, designed by Tom Deja and uh, features recipes from all of your favorite Max Fun shows and a jar of bespoke maximum flavor spice blend. Uh, we we submitted my mom's old recipe for Chicago beef. Yeah. like a Chicago-style Italian beef sandwich. Which is just a big, wet, sloppy mess. It tastes so We did good. work on it right after we had watched The Bear. Yes. And so I think we were very conscious of like, this is good. I don't know if this is real. It's not real. We called it Chicago <laughs> beef growing up, but there's no, you know, whatever it's called, Giardiniera. It's I, very good, though. It's fucking great. Yeah. yeah. We, we made it before we put it in the cookbook, and it completely it completely rules. We have other levels that you can uh, choose to support us at, too, but... All that matters is if you can, if you have the means, your support is why these shows, honestly, why they still exist and why we have been able to do them as long as we have, why we've been able to add more shows to the network. This life that we live and the stuff that we are able to make is only possible because of the Maximum Fund Network. Yeah. I know we do, we do 
ads here and there. Although, like, full disclosure, it's a really tough time for advertising in all spaces, but especially the podcasting space. Eagle-eared listeners will probably notice (laughs) that we don't really have many ads on Wonderful anymore. And so it is, you know, through the Max Fund Drive that we are able to do this thing. Just full, full stop. So. Yeah, and to make, I mean, MaxFun gives us the freedom to make the kind of content we want to make. I think a lot about how when we started the show, we were like a bachelor, bachelorette watch podcast. Yes. And it was fun, and it was arguably more popular than the show we do now. Yes. But when we decided to pivot, Jesse Thorne was incredibly supportive. Yeah. And I think our our listener number went down, but our donations went up. And I think that's largely because the community we have that listens to our show, like, appreciates what we do and is supportive of us, like, being happy doing it. So one last time, Maximum Fund. I say one last time. We'll probably talk about it again at the end of the show. (laughs) But MaximumFund.org slash join. Is, is where you can go if if you enjoy the stuff that we do and you're able to chip in, you know, five, five bucks a month. It is life-changing for us in a very direct and material way. And uh, we really do appreciate you. If you're already a member and you've been listening to maybe more shows or more of the shows that you that you like, you can also upgrade your membership and, and get those, those different sort of pledge level rewards. And yeah, thank you. Thanks a bunch. Do you want to do your thing now? Yeah, should we get out of the Jeep? Yes. Let's or or just leave it like idling? We're going to ghost ride the Jeep. <laughs> so we're going to let the Jeep run and we're going to sort of walk alongside it. So I like to think of the Max Fun Drive as like sweeps week. You know, like I want to bring something, you know, that's like maybe a little sexy. Okay. Just really get the listeners like, you know. Fired up. Yeah, just like, oh, this is the content I crave. Okay. So my topic this week, and my mom and dad may want to fast forward. I'm terrified. It's hugging. (laughs) (laughs) This is going to get our first explicit tag. I'm pretty sure, well, due to your swears, we we have that tag. I don't swear that much on this show, do we? Not anymore. I feel like you used to. Yeah, probably. I We've had gets... children and you've really cleaned it up, I think. Yeah. It still weirds people out, including my family members, that yes. I do not cuss in front of our kids. Yes. But that's only because I'm a very anxious person and I do not want to have a talk with, like, specifically Henry's teacher about yeah. some bad, some Well, and language. also the look I would give you, I imagine, would be pretty... Pretty wilting. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Hugging is an interesting one for me. Like, I almost want to say instead this of... Is so wildly out of character I know, for you. I know. I almost want to say hugging colon or, or hugging parentheses with your lover. Okay. <laughs> I do not like a um, procedural hug. No. I don't, I don't like like when you are entering or exiting a party and there is the expectation that you will hug everyone. No. Um, I, don't, I don't like being backed into a hug corner. Yes. And because of that, I am always surprised at how much I enjoy hugs. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I think when a hug feels like a currency, you know, almost like here is your Here's entry. your hug and your hug yeah, and your like hug. Yeah, your, your sure. ticket for entering and exiting an environment. I don't like it. But a lot of times at the end of a day, mm-hmm. Griffin and I will have been apart most of the day. Yeah. And when I say apart... <laughs> You mean? Like I by, mean, four feet by away. Two layers of drywall. 
We will come downstairs. Our children will be largely crazy. Yeah. Uh, and we will hug. And I will think, this is this really is good. good. Every time. Yeah. I'm like, oh, wait. I like hugs. Yeah. <laughs> it's like a real, like, uh, oh, gosh, green eggs and ham situation almost, where I'm like, I don't like hugs. Yeah. Wait. I do like am hugs. Am I Sam I am in this? I don't know. We're doing a lot of confusing. You. Yeah. <laughs> I th- I love those hugs. I will say the other type of hug that I dig on is the I haven't seen you in a while hug. Like oh. anytime we see the fam like at a tour or oh, holiday yeah. or something like that, it's good. That's that's good hugs. Um I like a haven't seen you in a while hug. But I'm in the same boat of like when I show up to a party or I'm about to leave, I have a little panic of like, so am I supposed to hug everyone or what? Really? You do? I thought that was just me. No, I, 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 I do because I don't know. A hug feels uh, a hug feels very familiar. I have a lot of hangups, I think, about sort of <laughs> uh, levels of vulnerability and friendships that probably influences <laughs> yeah. this a bit. But yeah. yeah. So I, one thing- Who invented hugs? <laughs> <laughs> Tell me now. What scientist? And it was 1971. No one was hugging before. That. You know, you talk about science. There actually is some science, unsurprisingly, maybe. But what I was interested in is this kind of what they call cuddle nerves. Okay. <laughs> so uh, Berkeley, uh, University of California, Berkeley has a like whole institute. And there was an article in 2021, four ways hugs are good for your health. Gentle physical touch stimulates cuddle nerves that lead to beneficial changes in the brain. That's not all the title. That the what I read and then the subtitle. Anyway, there they talk about how touch consists of two systems. One is what they call fast touch, which is just like, oh, this is hot. <laughs> <laughs> or like, oh, there's a bee on me. Like this, like instant, like, oh, I feel something. I need to respond to potentially avoid harm. Okay. And then there is a population of recently discovered nerves, which they call C-tactile afferents, that process the emotional meaning of touch. Okay. I Uh, get pretty emotional if I see a bee on me. So that's (laughs) a fast touch, I think. So the cuddle nerves are activated by a specific kind of stimulation, a gentle skin temperature touch. Oh. Uh, It creates kind of a neural input that signals the rewarding, pleasurable aspects of what they call social tactile interactions. That's great. (laughs) That's a really fun way of describing (laughs) Uh, touching touching a person. Before I go, uh, would you like to have a social tactile interaction? (laughs) So yeah, the there are signals sent uh, via the spinal cord to the brain's emotion processing networks, which contains neurochemical signals which have proven health benefits. I do not like thinking about my brain in this way. So, I like to think of it as just one big thing that's like, oh, a hug, huh? Cool. <laughs> Loving it. So this is we're talking about oxytocin, uh, which plays an important role in social bonding, slows down your heart rate, and reduces stress and anxiety. Good. Man, I love that oxytocin. Me too, man. For me, like, that is what I am getting from a hug, especially, like, when we enter this environment after being in an adult world most of the day. Yeah. And our children are very needy, <laughs> very yes. loud. The hug, the oxytocin from that hug is like, oh, okay. Yeah. Okay. <laughs> well, also, as a... As a as a parent, 
And this has only been intensified since we doubled our offspring quota. Um, <laughs> it is, Which the bosses love, the by the bosses way. The bosses are wild the line, about it. The line graph. It is so easy to forget your human, your humanity. Yeah. It's so easy to forget yourself and your own needs and when wants you have particularly young children i will say i would like yeah. to think this is temporary this is not and it's not i i feel like a lot of like you know shitty comedians like talk about being a parent in this way of just like it fucking destroys you that's not it it's that you it, it really requires all of your focus and attention to do the stuff that your kids like need you to do and yeah. so you don't leave any of that for your there's there's very little room for like introspection at all and so when we hug while we're like just racing <laughs> around with our kids it's like oh yeah like i am also a per i'm also a person cool yeah. i will say that when we hug inevitably one or both children will come over and join the yesterday hug. <laughs> uh, we were hugging on the couch the only time that that really happened it's not like we're constantly canoodling <laughs> rachel sat down next to me on the couch and hugged me gus Climbed up on the couch <laughs> and started pushing me away and literally said, okay, 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 okay. <laughs> it was really, really brutal and hysterical. Okay, 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 okay. All right. Pal. Okay, okay, okay. Um, there also is a release of endorphins, uh, which is, you know, that immediate feeling of pleasure. Yeah, that fast touch. <laughs> oh, no, no, this is the slow touch. The C tactiles are the slow touch. Maybe for you. <laughs> Not the way I do it. Okay. So you're saying that our hug is like a bee landing on you. It is. Okay. A sexy bee. <laughs> the fan art for that, I think, would be... I mean, they're probably from like the whole sort of B movie universe. There's probably lots yeah. of sexy bee fan God. art out there. Right. You're right in Halloween costumes, too. Yeah, sure. There's also a lot of like suggested long-term benefits to health. I think largely because of this hormone thing, like, you know, counteracting things like cortisol, like these stress levels that are, you know, addressed by other hormones, you know, that like the oxytocin, for example, as I mentioned earlier, um, and that just suggests basically that, you know, physical touch is valuable to you, not just in the moment, but long-term. Yeah. Now, this is what I appreciated about this article. The very end, it says, of course, not everyone craves a hug. Sure. I was like, good, good. What are we supposed to do? <laughs> <laughs> what if Griffin goes out of town and I don't have a hug for five days? It says that giving yourself a hug has also been shown to regulate emotional processes and reduce stress. Oh, that is nice. Yeah. I think that's why, like, the weighted blanket thing has yeah, become sure. such a phenomenon is, like, that pressure. I don't know where to put... Which arm is supposed to be on? I know. I had a hard... I tried it, too, when I was reading that, and I was like, where do I put my hands? I like it vampire style. Oh, really? you kind of, like, put your arms, o like, cross them over your chest and put them on your shoulders. Interesting. I would try that, but I would, I think, bump the microphone. Probably. It's a sort of pro-microphone user technique. To be able to, <laughs> to, be able to how much hug. I can move around the mic without <laughs> touching it. You did just that touch. Okay. Uh, the other thing I will say also is that the article says even stroking your pet, which that phrasing. Not good. Um, can have benefits for health and well-being with oxytocin levels increasing in both the pet and the owner. So, so fear not. Those of you that have not found your life lover like Griffin and I, 
there's a lot of hugging opportunities sure. and hormone level increasing opportunities for you too. Great. Very, I'm sure they're very excited to hear that. Um, <laughs> one last time, maximumfund.org slash join. This really is the last time uh, for this week. We are going to do this again next week because we have runs for two weeks, but then for the rest of the year, we're not going to, we're not going to bug you about it. Yeah. Get, you won't have the Jeep anywhere near you. Nope. Jeep will be in a completely different, it'll be back in the garage. Or you'll be riding in the Jeep. We got to, we got to stop <laughs> with the Jeep, but please, please think about supporting us. Don't wait. If you go now, you, you'll, you, you know, you won't forget about it. Maximumfund.org slash join. Check out all the different levels. Check out all the different, uh, you know, uh, bonuses that you can get for it and support the, support the art that you like. Um, yeah. Thanks to Bowen and Augustus for the use of our theme song, Money Won't Pay. Find a link to that in the episode description. And uh, thanks to MaximumFun.org. Just talked about them for a long time, but for having us on the network. This is a good time of year to check out other shows on the network if you've never done that before because everybody's putting up their A-game. Oh, shit. Rachel and I yes! were on an episode of, uh, of a great show on the Maximum Fun Network. It's Go Fact Yourself, and it's up this week yes. as we record this. Yep. And it was... Really fun, and I have heard from listeners of the show that they all really enjoyed it. Yes, uh, uh, Griffin you, I, and I had a great time. I think we talked about it on this this podcast before, but they ask you about areas of expertise and then bring surprise guests on the yeah. show to talk to you about that thing. In preparation, and, I listened to the one with Justin and Sydney. Yes, and Justin got to talk to John Linnell from They Might Be Giants. So dope. Uh, and Sydney got to talk to an actor whose name escapes me from Grease 2. Fantastic. And so that just gives you a little hint as to the type of people we might get to talk to yes. on our episode. Yeah, I saw a screenshot that uh, they sent us afterwards of my face reacting to this the reveal of my surprise yeah. expert and it was uh it was very very a, a very pure expression of delight <laughs> maximumfund.org go to go check out the shows maximumfund.org slash join go become a supporter of the network and that's it we'll be back next week for our second max fun drive spectacular we got lots of streams we're doing on the mcroy family YouTube yes channel. i think this will probably be out after we do our stardew valley stream later today but it, the, and all that the, stuff is on YouTube, so if you miss it while right. it's happening, so the you video can... on demand will be there of of uh, me. Hopefully, if all the tech stuff we can figure out, uh, exploring Rachel's farm, so that'll be fun. Uh, and that's it. Thanks for listening. It's been fun. I feel good about this. Me too. Um, I'm feeling really good about this. I think going forward, we should continue. Yes, to do this for sure. Can't stop, won't stop. Mm-hmm. Mustn't stop. Mm-hmm. And in closing. And in closing. Amen. <laughs> <laughs> MaximumFun.org. Comedy and culture. Artist owned. Audience supported.